Welcome back to another episode of Movie Madness. This time it is the season. And naturally, like everyone else, we're going to talk about Christmas movies. I'm your host, Henry Thompson. With me, as always, is Wayne Thompson. Say, bah humbug, motherfucker. Bah humbug, motherfucker. <laughs> Joining me as well is Danielle Milliken. Why don't you say, uh... oh, fuck, I forgot the quote. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good start of this show. Damn it. What is it? It's, um... Take that, you filthy animal. <laughs> Take that, you filthy animal. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> for, for the four people that get the quote. <laughs> and we're also joining us tonight is uh, Les Brewster. Les, say, back in my day, we used to listen to radio. Say that again. <laughs> I need to tell my tough head the batteries are going. <laughs> now it's just you hear you. Just, just yeah. listen to what he says. Back in my day, we used to listen to radio stations. Back in my day, I used to listen to radio stations. <laughs> nice one. And finally as well, but you know, last but definitely not least, Wayne Madden is joining us here. Why don't you say happy Hanukkah, bro? Happy Hanukkah. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Ah, oh, that's beautiful, buddy. I love it. Very nice reference. Very nicely done. And here, I was nearly going to bring a cotton-headed nigger muggins thing in, but I decided, no, no, save it, save it. <laughs> I, I am not and a cotton-headed nigger muggins. How dare you? <laughs> you do, you do vaguely resemble Papa Elf, though. Am I right? Uh, he's, he he's just, he's just jealous him. because you know Wayne looks like an angry elf. He is the original angry elf. I am the oh, yeah, exactly. No. So Wait, yeah, so everybody is he, is he Peter Dinklage then? No, I am the fucking Grinch, but I don't get nice. He's about the same height. <laughs> no, that's you, Les. <laughs> Stop looking in the mirror, mate. Honestly. You, right, are Peter, so. you are Peter Dinklage meets Santa. You're fat and little and round. I resemble that remark. Fucking hell, man. That's a bit heavy duty. Shit. <laughs> Someone's getting cold for Christmas. So anyway, yeah, Christmas movies, man, holiday movies. I was going to say we should do, originally I wanted to do a Hanukkah episode, uh, Hanukkah movies, but when I when I Googled it, there's only like 12. Yeah, it's not many. Yeah, there's there's literally more days to celebrate Hanukkah than there are movies. Name one. An American Tale. Okay. <laughs> Adam Sandler's Eight Crazy Nights is like the only Eight recent Crazy movie. Nights, yeah. Yeah. So Which yeah, to be fair, let's stick with Christmas. Yeah. I was just saying, to be fair, I'm not entirely sure exactly what Hanukkah is. I know it's a Jewish holiday celebration, of course, but I'm not entirely sure what it is precisely. So if you in would, a nutshell, um, if you want to educate me. yes. In a nutshell, there was so much oil that they had to last <laughs> eight days in an oil lamp. And then something happened, a miracle, and then Superman flew all the Jews to Egypt. Oh, shit, sorry. That's not actually what it is. Um, yeah, it is. It, it's the, the oil lasts for so long. They made it last. It was a miracle, and Superman stopped by. <laughs> that's Hanukkah, right? 
Yes, honey, that's exactly. Or did he fly them out of Egypt? I thought that was a musical instrument, Hanukkah. I think you're confusing Hanukkah with the harmonica. I think the sooner we move on to Christmas movies, the better. (laughs) Anyway, Hanukkah is the festival of lights. You have nine candles and you have eight days to celebrate. You light each candle with the the ninth candle till all are lit. That's how you celebrate that the Jews are going to keep... (laughs) That the Jews are going to be here forever. Anyway. Okay. I digress. Christmas, everybody. No dreidels for y'all motherfuckers. No dreidels. Um, Happy holidays. When I was a kid growing up, Christmas was a really special time in my household. It was the one few time when, that everyone would get together. Um, back when I actually had some family. And Christmas movies seemed to be all I paid attention to because as soon as everyone got together, of course, everyone started fighting. And then it wasn't much fun to be around everyone anymore. So movies, I, I led to you know believe was the most important thing about Christmas. And there has been some amazing Christmas movies, in my opinion. But also, I must say, I have recently noticed, I didn't notice as much as a kid, because obviously, you know, you you only find what's right in front of you as a kid. Now we live in the information age. There must be more Christmas movies than there are actually good movies ever made. Oh, yeah, easily. I mean, for every, like, one green mile, there must be a hundred, a Christmas tale. Because they have 24-hour Christmas TV show channels yeah. now. And it's yeah. unbelievable. And they start in July. Yeah, that tells you just how many... I just did a quick Google search for Christmas movies earlier just to kind of like refresh myself. And I haven't even heard of about 190 million of these movies. And they all look like... You've never seen this guy. You've never seen this girl. But this Christmas shenanigans. <laughs> Terrible, man. And, it, and it's all over Netflix and... Fucking Amazon Prime, but not the good movies that everyone wants. Why not? Because Sky steals all them. Because the greedy bastards. Yeah, but being... also because. <laughs> Go on. I was going to say one of like one of the most famous Christmas films of all time that people flock to see every year, year in year out, was released in 1946. And despite all of the films that have been since then, it, there's probably like a monopoly of the same 15 or 20 Christmas films. And I'm guessing that's the one Christmas film year. I've never bothered watching because it just looks shit. You've never seen It's a Wonderful Life, not even nah, once. Not of once. course he hasn't. He doesn't you know have why, a soul. Do you know why? Shall I tell you why I've not watched it? Because why, I because s- your money's in Bill's house and Brett's house. And I don't, I don't have this no, money. Because I get yeah, sick to death. If he you and anybody else, well, yeah, there's that as well. But I'm, I guess it was <laughs> hearing how good this fucking film is. How good this fuck off, man! It's not that good. So yeah, how do you know watched. if you've never seen it? Because yeah, exactly. I just know it's not. It you is just a know fantastic it's not. movie. Yeah. It's a classic for yeah. a reason. So really, we're enjoying oh, it. It's a classic to Hank because he probably cries at it. <laughs> you want? Uh, I, you want? The I don't actually brain? cry at it, it, but yeah. No, it's a it's, touching movie. It is a it touching is. movie. It's a great what Jimmy kind of Stewart movie. It's just that Wayne doesn't have a soul, so Wayne can't <laughs> cry. Okay, he doesn't have enough RAM. He's the boy oh. that couldn't cry. Not so. I have you always next. I was like, haven't you? <laughs> so anyway, 
Christmas movies, everyone's got favorites. Before we continue, I think it'd be nice if somebody could say a couple of their favorite Christmas movies and what they mean, what it means to them. And I think Ooh. Wayne's going to go last because he has no soul. <laughs> and it's just going to be Die Hard or Gremlins. It's not. So let's start with you, Madden. It'll be up there, but it's not. No, so fuck you. Um, Madden, tell me okay. your, your favorite Christmas movie of all time. Oh, God. Um... I, re- I really don't know if I have like an absolute favorite of all time. I have a couple that come to mind. Elf is obviously one of them. Will Ferrell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Elf is an amazing movie. Amazing, amazing film. Um, obviously Die Hard, but I will let Wayne Thompson tell you all about what Die Hard is. But like I had a tradition for about four years running. I can't do it anymore because the cinema is no longer open. But I went mm. to the same venue to see Die Hard every year at the cinema. Uh, for about four or five years running, me and a friend of mine did that. Um, and what else? Um, and I have to be honest, probably, I know it was only out last year, and I know it's a bit of a cop-out, but I, I honestly, when I first saw The Christmas Chronicles, I watched it like three times. It's, yeah, it's definitely become it. one of my favourites. Just to say, for anyone who doesn't somehow know, because you live under a rock, or you're still watching those same 12 Hanukkah movies every year, um, Christmas Chronicles was the one with Kurt Russell, yeah? For yeah. Netflix exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yes, they, they've right. done a second one where his half, wife, yeah. Goldie Hawn, is playing Mrs. Claus. And I read yeah. it, I read it. I don't know anything about the second one. I, I like the first movie, but I don't know anything about the second I one. Thought except, you never married Goldie Hawn. Oh, am I wrong about that? He's, I he's, wrong he's married. About that. They're married in real life, I think. No, I, thought I thought they were, yeah. I thought they weren't. I thought they were only like a couple. They never actually got married. Oh, well, I'm maybe not 100% they're just. Sure yeah, because didn't he adopt Kate Hudson because yeah. of the marriage? I think he's only ever been married once, and that was to season Hobley. And he's got a kid to her. Oh, by the way, you were right, though. He's not married. They've been together for 35 years, but they're not married. Yeah, I thought. I thought they never actually got married. That's my mistake. The only point I was going to make, by the way, was I don't know anything about the sequel, except that apparently Kurt Russell has written himself a 150-page backstory for Santa. What? Yeah, because he felt like he really wanted to give the character a lot of depth, so he's wrote a 150 page backdrop story, so he knows exactly who he is. Don't I'm like, who Santa is? It's Santa. Who doesn't know who the fuck Santa is? <laughs> I think that's amazing. That's that's Kurt Russell's a legend. Yeah, but you got to think, what's his motivation? Yeah, why does he do See, all these toy I things? I know exactly what he's doing. I know exactly what he's doing here. He's been secretly talking to Lee Majors and he's going to do a skip from uh, not <laughs> You know what? I would I, I would watch that. I want to watch Fat serious. Man. I would watch that movie. Have you heard yeah. about Fat Man? No. Yes. Oh, fucking hell. It's Mel Gibson is Santa and he gives a little kid a block of coal for Christmas for being a bad kid. So the kid hires an assassin played by Walton Goggins. <laughs> Yo. An assassin played by Walton Goggins uh, And Walton Goggins comes to kill Santa But Santa's like You think you're the first one to try to take out the fat man And it's all guns blazing at each other A massive battle in the North Pole That sounds the best ever It looks fucking awesome I haven't seen it yet It looks amazing Well you know what that sounds like don't you mm. It literally sounds like they've took The opening footage To what is going to be my favourite Christmas film Which is why I'm not seeing it yet Because you're all wrong so Fuck a lot of years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I think they made the feature film that in the bad sounds of it. 
I don't think we did get Madden's, except he said obviously Elf, which is an amazing movie. But I didn't yeah, get anything yeah, he said after that. That's that one that was his favorite. Um, he I was going to say he said Christmas Chronicles. That's right. And then what was the next uh, one? Yes. I was I was saying as well, uh, Die Hard. Um, yeah, he course, mentioned the Die, I heard I, the Die Hard one. Yeah, used to have a tradition of going to see that in the Timeside Cinema every year, but unfortunately, um, for COVID and every other reason, it's not possible this year. But about five six years in a row, I went to see Die Hard on Christmas Eve at the cinema. So I might have to see if that's happening again somewhere else this year. Well, um, Timeside's reopened, you know. Oh, has it? I've heard oh, they're wow. going to bring out uh, the Wonder Woman 1984 <laughs> on Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. I heard on streaming well. things, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think of like I I think one of my another if I if I leave with another one of my favorite Christmas films of all time, um, which I'm sure like Henry will mention. Obviously, I I imagine it's on the tip of your tongue every Christmas. Is uh, is Scrooged with Bill Murray, which is like a phenomenal. I fucking hit you. <laughs> I was wondering if anyone was going to get that before Wayne had a chance. Of course, it's like an you amazing. You only had mentioned film. twenty films before you mentioned it, though. <laughs> <laughs> <Bah>, fucking humbug. <laughs> but yeah, Scrooge is an amazing movie, an amazing. Yeah, well, that's my favorite. And yeah, so fuck y'all. It wasn't yeah. any ones you thought so. Well, that's good. It shows you like an actual good Christmas movie. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, gets me, it gets me pants when it gets nice at the end, though. Oh, God. <laughs> that's the problem with these Christmas movies. How come every time someone gets visited by four ghosts, they got to turn into a nice guy? Bah humbug. Take those ghosts a lesson. <laughs> Call the Ghostbusters and get out with shit. What about you, Les? What's your, what's your favorite Christmas movie of all time? Well, I've got five on the list. Well, just what's your, one, just your favorite? One, just one. My favorite. <laughs> Iron now, wait, Giants. Get, get, get your four of these favorite out of the way with person. Come on. Iron Giants. Is that a Christmas movie? I always find it's always on at Christmas time, and I always remember watching it with Jack when he was younger and uh, Sam and Amy. They both seen it when uh, Christmas. I mean, it's time. a great movie. It is a great movie. I mean, it was one of our kind yeah. of favorites when he was a kid. But I would never have put that on a Christmas list. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have put it as a Christmas movie, but it is an amazingly good movie. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is like I'm sure it takes place in autumn, so it might actually be Christmas time in the movie at some point. Maybe, maybe, yeah. But I don't think it's enough of a plot point that I would so ever notice it. Chase Home Alone Two. Ah, yep. That's my that's my that's my favorite out of all of them. Oh, I love that movie. It's great. Harry, why Home Alone Two over Home Alone One? When he gets electrocuted off the kitchen sink in the in the cellars, <laughs> just so funny. Piss myself every time I sneak in watch that. Brilliant. And he throws the bricks over as well. And, and like Sam just said, when he throws the brick over from the uh, the top of the building, hits him square in the face. Brilliant. So, Les, why why Home Alone 2 over Home Alone 1 for a favourite? I think just for the comedic side of it, the uh, just some of the scenes in it are just far funnier. Mm. Yeah, okay, Home Alone 1 is an original, but number two, I think, just, it just hands down. And I Definitely. think two had more heart as well, like that scene with the pigeon lady when he gives her yeah. the two turtle doves and says Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. I thought that was touching as hell. That is a really nice scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which one was the one with the, where he went to the church and that? Was that the first or the second? He goes to the church uh, in the first one. Yeah. The first yes. one. They imply Sounds- that the old man is Jesus a few times because he's got like bandages on his hands and so forth. Until the end. Yeah. 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 
Third one. Elf. It's going to be Elf, wasn't it? Elf is, I think we'd all. I, I think, think everyone in this room would say Elf. On the list. Yeah. 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 Can you believe that that's 17 years old now? Is it really? Wow. My God. No, no. It's only 10 years old. Uh, oh, I'm waiting for the punchline. No, it's only 10 years old. I'm waiting for the punchline. So the am I. Pun- there's no punchline? It was 2003, Daniel. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm it telling was, you. It was 2003, babe. It wasn't. Oh my God. Oh That's my not God. allowed. Just, Sorry, the burst your bubble, but it was 2003. Yeah, because I remember seeing it in the flicks, and it was 2003 for sure. No, that's not allowed. Fred Claus was 2007. <laughs> Fucking hell, Fred Claus. Jesus Christ. I like Fred Claus. I'm not a fan. I didn't mind. I was like, yeah, when I first watched it, I didn't like it, but it grew on us. But it's more for the Vince Vaughn side of it. Yeah, but mold would grow on you. It doesn't mean it's good. No, who says <laughs> that? I like mold. Leave it alone. <laughs> it's good for washing the skin. Danielle. Give me, give me your favorite Christmas movie. Have, have, we, had, have we had Les's favorite yet? Yeah, he said Home Alone Two was his absolute favorite. All oh, right, okay, sorry, I didn't realize that was his absolute favorite. So I, so I moved on. I thought it was his favorite out of the two. Oh, and Danielle. So mine are the best, obviously, because I've got the best taste. <laughs> uh, you'll fucking eat them words, bitch. Number one. What words? A pure number not one worded. of all time. Lethal Weapon One. Uh, okay, I'm eating me words. I am eating me words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Lethal Weapon 1's a fantastic Because I was movie. going to mention Everybody keeps saying Die Hard But I think everybody forgets About Lethal Weapon The fact that They're both equally as good films And they both take place around Christmas You know the amount of people Who've said to me That doesn't take place around Christmas uh, Check your fucking facts he, Dude, check the intro crashed, sequence Exactly Exactly But not only that He crashes the fucking car Into the Christmas tree Into the Christmas the tree wall. Yeah. yeah, exactly <laughs> I mean, how much more Fucking Christmas can you get? Yeah Fuck so, me, man but it's just one of those films that I can watch all year round anyway. I, it is, but yeah. I have to watch it at Christmas as well. Do you know yeah. what? I think that's probably the only franchise where I think all four good films. I mean, the, obviously the first one's the best, second one's the second best, third one's the best. I think the second's the first, the first best, but that's just me. Um, but they're all good, unlike the Die Hards, where you know Die Hard was brilliant, Die Hard Two was good, Die Hard Three was brilliant, and Die Hard. Was there any more after three? No, 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 there, there wasn't. wasn't. No. Strike right, it from no, the record. Right. I must have dreamt. I must have dreamt that we're doing other ones. But yeah, yeah there's absolutely no Die Hard Seven coming out. That's not okay. Die Hard number seventeen. If anybody wants to watch it, so <laughs> yeah, at least let the weapon. You know, the the, the quick wires that were going. Off, well, unfortunately, they're making a fifth now. Well, they keep seeing the app. No, no, it's they... in production. It's actually they're shooting it now. Yeah, Mel Gibson has said they're actually shooting it. No, it's Mel Gibson and the original uh, guys. And the working title, seriously, the working title is We're Too Old for This Shit. Oh, fuck off, man. No. It's my scene. Yeah. They can't fucking, steal my yep. scene. Yeah. I see no. way more than them do. Yeah, they originated it back when they were too old for this shit 30 yeah, and, years ago. Yeah, and then I've, used it, I've used it in the last 30 years so they can go and run and jump. I mean, is Danny Glover even still alive? Danny well, they resurrected him for it, yeah. age. He's only about 90, but he looks good. No, oh, black don't crack, though. Do it. Ow. No, seriously. No, no, no. Look, at, look, at, look at Morgan Freeman, right? Morgan Freeman, what start, when he started his major part of his career with things like thrillers, like Kiss the Girls and stuff in the, in the mid-90s, 
He looked like he was about 30 years old. He was in his 50s. No, he looked about 50, but he still looks about 50. Now is the problem. Well, that too. He's now in his, what, 70s, 80s? He still looks like a spring chicken as far as anyone's concerned. He's ageless. He's transcended. Or Sam Jackson. You can't tell me you look at Sam Jackson and go, that's a guy bordering 70. Oh, dude, look at Angela Bassett. Oh, She's Angela knocking on Bassett. 60's oh, door, and I still would. I would like all Jesus. day. Jesus, yeah. Yeah, that black don't crack is not an insult. That's a That's a compliment. Young forever. Anyway, my, I'm going to go in before Wayne. Well, everybody favorite... got to say multiple ones. I only got to pick one. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. That's because you, you went in straight with a favorite, favorite. You see, you, you did it wrong, Danielle. I see. I well, thought no, that's it was what you're a... doing. You my favorite no, is you this. Don't. However, no. I if have you... love for the... Just because everybody else did it the wrong way doesn't mean I should do it the wrong way. Do wrong, don't make a right. I, it's not because it's not because <sighs> they did it the wrong way. It's because I told them to do it that way. But you just had to be a fucking bitch and do yeah, it your you way. Yeah, you can't tell me what to do, bitch. Uh, well, I yeah. said everyone tell me your favorite, and then no one could make a definitive decision on a singular favorite. So they said multiples. I thought Sorry Danielle was the first one. one. Nice and decisive where I was thinking, yes, one movie and off we go to talk about more in a minute. Because if you don't notice, the whole show's about Christmas, but it's not just this one chance. <laughs> we're not moving on to another holiday after this section. Like, okay, that was good. Wait, now what's not? your favorite Veterans Day movie? <laughs> you know, uh, it's all I've Christmas. Got like 14 Kwanzaa movies ready to go. Ah, oh, I'm sorry. No cool runnings for you, babe. Kiss me lucky egg. Is your lucky egg. <laughs> anyway, there was only one more I was going to mention, actually, which I think is totally Please say underrated. It's elf. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm intrigued by, yeah. No, um, it's Daddy's Home 2. I fucking love Daddy's Home 2. Great film. I liked it much more than the first one, actually. Yeah, the first one was okay, but the second one, you know, bringing Lithgow into it. Oh, fucking Lithgow. It, it was just the icing on the cake. It really was. I remember no, when was the first one. Really I remember when the first one came out and Karen took the kids to see it, and they came back and waved on, no, no, about it. And it just did not float my boat at first. And eventually, I watched. It, I thought, you know what? It was all right. Then, like you say, when the second one came out, and it was, it was John Lithgow and Mel Gibson who totally made that film. Oh, yeah. like that. And I'll tell you what: the likeness between Mel Gibson and Mark Wahlberg is actually uncanny. I know, right? It is really uncanny. No, I, that's a real good shout, Danielle. I think Daddy's Home 2 is a fantastic movie. Is that, the one, where, is that the one where is that the one where John Lithgow goes to cut down the tree? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Class. That has one of the most relatable comedy sequences of any movie I've ever seen, which is where they're all all the old men are freaking out about who touched the thermostat. <laughs> because honestly, that's what it's like in my fucking house. If I get up and I'm a little bit sweaty, I'm like, who's fucked with this? Who put the heating on? Are you fucking kidding me? It's only 76 degrees. It's at 90. What's it doing at 90? You're heating close to <laughs> Exactly. See, it's so relatable. Madness, that's the first time I've ever heard you sound vaguely Geordie. Oh, I, I, I was naming for it, but I, I will take it. No, don't take it. No, Jesus Christ, do not never oh, take okay. that. Okay, I'll just buy okay. Okay. <laughs> Way I'm on back dune pit, back dune. Yours is shit. Yours is shit. I know. <laughs> Mine's shit for a reason. So Christmas movies. Before we continue, I'll 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 let you in in a second, Wayne. I'm gonna say my favorite Christmas yeah, of movie of all time. Okay, fair beans. <laughs> Obviously, it, you know, Elf is right up there. 
it as is, is Home Alone with you. I know that one. As is Home Alone, as is a few movies. But if I had to pick a singular definitive Christmas favorite. Can I guess? That I always come back to. Yes, you may guess, but two seconds. And there's a, a few reasons for why it's one of my favorites, including a bit of a personal reason. Um, but go away. Go ahead. Feel free to guess. You'll probably get Mo- it right. Muppet Christmas Carol? No, though. I, I do love Muppet Christmas Carol, and it is a great movie. That's not I my favorite. I don't know what it is. Well, of course, you, you, you will. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. You see it every Does year. Does it mean with I me. listen to him? Yes, you do, you liar. I will say, though, before we continue, I'm surprised that at least Danielle never mentioned The Nightmare Before Christmas. I thought someone would have mentioned that in a Christmas movie. Because I haven't been allowed to fucking talk. (laughs) 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 Go on, babe. What's my favorite Christmas movie of all time? It is. I love it if it was wrong. (laughs) And it saves Christmas. Correct. Yeah, Ernest Saves Christmas, yeah. Ernest Saves Christmas. I'm a big Ernest fan of the first four movies. And Ernest Saves Christmas was filmed all in Orlando in Winter Park. And I was actually there when they filmed part of it. And every time I watch that, I I get inspired. Oh, my God, that's that's Brad's old street. Every time when they go to his house at the end, it's in Winter Park. And when they're driving on the I-4, the fucking thing comes over downtown Orlando and everything. So from a personal standpoint, it's very close to home to me in a sense. But also, I think it's just a really good, fun, goofy Christmas movie that I don't think ever gets the respect because Ernest movies are seen as such shit. There's a general consensus that Ernest movies are like the lowest form of entertainment. But the first four were actually really good movies. Ernest Goes to Camp is a very good movie. Ernest Goes to Jail is a fucking amazing movie. Um... And Ernest Saves Christmas is just a classic. I can't believe how many people don't don't respect it and pay attention to it. If you've only ever seen like Ernest Rides Again, which was garbage, he was dying of cancer. He had to do whatever he could for his medical bills. You got to go back and watch the first four, man. They're good movies. Uh, Wayne, tell me all about your Christmasness. Like I'm thinking that far back. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean tell me all about your first Christmas. Just tell me about your favorite Christmas movie stuff. Well, there's loads. Um, but obviously, you've already mentioned the favorite, um, which of course is Scrooged, which is just like one of the best ever Christmas films, period. Which, yeah. if for some reason no one has seen it, despite the fact it came out in 1988, especially uh, young viewers. Me. You've got to go check it out. It is basically a Christmas carol retold from the perspective of someone doing a Christmas carol. Yeah. It's a uh, meta as fuck awesome Christmas movie. Michael don't get us <laughs> wrong. I actually thought the the Jim Carrey's Christmas carol was really good. The CG uh, one. The CG one. I thought they did a really good job of that. <laughs> um, but if now that Scrooge has been mentioned, I've got to admit... Years long, I'll hate me for this, but I'm going to say I love Bad Santa, <laughs> Bad Santa for one, but that's just because it relates so much to me. Um, that is the biggest bar humbug film of all time. I love it. Um, but you've got a lot of things like Gremlins. Uh, even, he's one for you, dude. He's one for you. Even mm. Hostile Hostages, or as you know it, The Ref. The Ref, yes. The Ref is a Christmas movie. I agree. But for me, if I was going to pick another wait, one... Uh, wait, 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 before you continue... You got. You can't just drop a bomb like hostile I'm hostages. Gonna come, slash I want to come back later. That's okay, why. Okay. 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 Fair beats. That that's fair. Um, but for me, if I was going to choose another one, which I can watch 
any time of the year, really, but I always try to make a, a, a time photo of Christmas or New Year is trading places. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely love trading places. I remember, I remember when I first watched it. You uh, thought, whoa, Jimmy Lee Curtis has got tits. Well, there was that as well, yeah. But it was. <laughs> I mean, that's, was, a, that's a great, that's a great film. But again, is that actually set at Christmas? It's been so it's long. Christmas since and New Year, yeah, yeah. Oh, because right, okay. because on the trade, this is why I was I was talking to Hank about this the other day. Funnily enough, and what a lot of people forget is the train part at the end all takes place celebrating New Year. Oh, right, okay. And it's all about the New Year's uh, trading, trading, whatever they do on that certain day. Um, that's where you, the big money markets come up and down and whatnot. Um, but no, I absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely love trading. I just thought the comic between Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd was just absolutely fantastic. Oh yeah. Um, just and just the whole simplicity of let's have a one dollar bet. <laughs> you know what I mean and just can you make somebody as good as what this guy actually is and this guy's trained for all his life this guy hasn't this guy's a bum on a street you know what I mean uh, it's just brilliant absolutely brilliant the trials and tribulations what both of them have to go through and yet they both come together at the end um, absolutely class is a really great movie a good pick man actually really good pick how how yeah. telling is it of the um of the bond that Henry and, and Wayne share here of like how in synergy they are. Do you realize that both of your picks for your favorite Christmas movies of all time were released during the, fa- the same festive season in the same year? Or well, Christmas. No, I didn't realize that actually. <laughs> well, yeah, good. but there's a lot of years between things, man. <laughs> The thing is, there's, there's a lot of quote-unquote classic, classic Christmas movies and none of us even broached on some of them there. I know uh, Madden briefly mentioned It's a Wonderful Life, which Wayne has never watched for diabolical reasons. I can't fathom why you I, just... To be honest, to be honest, I do that with a lot of films. If it gets yeah, hyped up too much, I just kind of get my head around to watching it. I don't but know why. crazy. I don't know, but, but It's a Wonderful Life was being hyped before you were even born, Wayne. Exactly. <laughs> exactly But then again That was the only film Of its time And Jimmy Stewart <laughs> Is a fucking American legendary classic You gotta watch Jimmy Stewart movies Who? Is it not just me though Once you've seen The trailer It's like a million And one times You don't need to see The goddamn film <sighs> I mean everyone Knows the story Exactly It's It's been done You know So many times Satirically So What's the point In watching it Exactly Thank you This is why I don't watch Star Wars no. I know what happens. I know all of the jokes. I know every all of the um, happenings. So why watch it? Why waste my time? Yeah, exactly. I agree. Now, I'll, okay, I'll bring up a thing here because obviously also not only do you have the differences in people's ages, but you've also got the differences in people living in different cultures. You know, I grew up in America. These guys grew up in Britain, that kind of thing. Um, Madden grew up Rub in, it in Ireland. Thanks. Sorry, Twat. man. Les grew up, there wasn't even trains yet. You know, it was crazy times. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. It was directed at you. I guess so. I <laughs> Just guess make sure you're still awake. <laughs> no, but anyway, what I was going to say was, when you think about classic Christmas movies, there's one Christmas movie I grew up with that um, would have been much higher on my list had it not been for movies like Elf, Home Alone, um, 
you know, and like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, The Night Before Christmas, and all these other movies that started to eclipse it. But for a long time, I think it was the quintessential Christmas movie, and that's a Christmas story. You guys must have seen that, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which one was that one? You can't have that. You'll shoot your eye out. What? He, he, all he wants for Christmas is a, is a BB gun and everyone keeps going, no, you can't have that. Cause you'll shoot your eye out. And he even goes to Santa Santa before I go, I need a BB gun. And he goes, don't be silly kid. You'll shoot your eye out. Anyway, long story short, goes through the whole rigmarole of everything. Finally gets the gun at the end of the movie, shoots his eye out. Yeah. Not ringing a bell. Really? This is a, uh, not uh, even you, Les. No, me, no, no. Dude, you'd be surprised no, how rare that one is. Jesus Christ, man. It's like the number one Christmas movie from when I was a kid. It was 1983. And I think every list I've ever seen of best Christmas movies ever has it at like number one or two. Not on the IMDb. Think, not on the IMDb think, one. It's not mine. It is in the I top don't know 10. About IMDb, but it is in the top 10, but it's not. I think for, for Britain, our quintessential movie, and I may be totally off base here, was Miracle on 34th Street. Ah. But which one? The original 1947 one or the no, 1930s the, remake? Nah, the remake. The remake. Richard Attenborough. Yeah. Especially, Richard especially Attenborough. for when I was a kid. That is a good movie, though. I, it I is. do it's like a, Miracle on 34th Street. That's one that was, as well as Toy Story, when that came out for years after, that was always the one that was on the TV, that and the fucking snowman. I'll tell you which one I could oh, never get snowman. away with, though. The Dudley Moore one. I, you know what's funny is I was just mentioning this to Danielle. We were watching the Santa Claus last night on Disney Plus. Um, and I said, God, if you've never seen Santa Claus the movie with Dudley Moore, and it took me like fucking 30 minutes to remember that his name was Dudley Moore. Yeah. I kept going, you know, Arthur, the drunk guy from Arthur. Fucking, I couldn't remember uh, who played Simon at mine, but I know he played the Alpha Summer, didn't he? Well, he yeah, he plays like the dude who steals the the sleigh. Yeah. Yeah, because Santa's like held hostage or something. Again, shit. I, I thought he was the most overrated actor. Totally, I just couldn't get away with him. Yeah, I suppose so. But that was a weird fucking movie. Santa's sleigh was like powered by like actual red glowing fucking candy cane crystals and all this shit. It was a weird, weird, weird movie. Um, okay, well, here's what I think everyone has to have seen. And if they haven't seen it, they've missed out. Jingle all the way. Oh, Put those cookies down. Put those just, cookies down. Just, just one thing I haven't been able to get my head around to watch though is the, the sequel. Uh, I won't watch it, dude. No, I won't. me neither. Me neither. Is that there the is one no, with Larry the Cable people. Guy? Yes, Larry the Cable Guy, yes. Yeah, I just yeah. refuse to watch it. And there's just certain movies that if you're going to do a sequel, you've got to... Like, okay, the Santa Claus I just mentioned a minute ago. Tim Allen becoming Santa. They made three of those and he's Santa in all three. That's great. That's cool. They're continuations. Why you would take something like Jingle All the Way, which was such a one-off movie anyway, two fathers fighting over getting a toy for their kid, and then make a fucking sequel of it with whole new characters makes no sense to me. Nah. And they did the same with yeah. like Kindergarten Cop as well and recast that. What the fuck, man? Who Adolf? Adolf Lundgren just goes wherever money is. He doesn't give yeah, a shit no. what he's doing. But yeah, Jingle All the Way too was just like, no, go away. But yeah, San- the Santa Claus with Tim Allen, I actually love that film. Um, oh, I think I think the first two are fantastic. I, I couldn't t- really, I didn't really like the like, third one. Do you know the third one, right? I loved the first one. I loved the second one. I took the kids to see the third one. I just, I, I, felt, I felt bored with it. But the more I've watched it, the actually more I really like it. And it's become one of my favorites. But I think it's because I love the performance. 
um, Martin Short as Jack Frost. Mm. I think he just does just enough OTT on it, but not too much. I do love Martin Short. No, oh, Martin Short's a class act. Three amigos. Oh, Three yeah. Amigos, oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the little guy. Him. Little guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Uncle yeah. Jack. Always, yeah, always with Steve Martin for some reason. Yes, well, they, they, yeah. they've been around together for years, haven't they? Did you guys ever used to watch when you, I don't know if they played in England. When I when I grew up in America, they always, every year, played the Rankin specials, which is like the stop motion Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, they play those Christmas Day. Yeah, I love those. I think that's one of the reasons Elf is such a beautiful movie, is it kind of referenced those at the beginning, you know? Yeah, with like the, the fucking actual stop motion snowman and stuff narrating. I love that shit. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> did anybody, Thanks, Mr. Noel. Did anybody <laughs> get the understanding of why they decided to remake the Grinch after Jim Carrey was so damn good? They remade anim- the Grinch after Jim Carrey. I know it was animated, but still. Oh, oh you mean the CG one? Yeah, it looked terrible. That's just because DreamWorks is garbage fuel that makes garbage fires nonstop. It's like the tire fire in the opening of The Simpsons. It'll never go out. It'll yeah. always be there. And they make nothing but shit. I don't know. I can't honestly think of one DreamWorks movie, animation movie, of the last 20 years that was actually good. Shrek 1? Shrek, Shrek. Isn't Shrek 1 over 20 years old now? Probably no. now. Yeah. Oh no, no. It might uh, okay. Well, I'll rephrase it. 15 years. Yeah, I was just gonna say it might not be, but I'll tell you what, it'll be close. Because I remember Kyle dancing to Shrek 2 when he was a kid. So all I'm saying is like uh, one second, at the time that they were making um, I just quickly, quickly next year it'll be 20 years old. Yeah, Sam just said that it came in in what year, Sam? 2001, yeah. Shrek. Yeah. Sorry, dude, go on. I was just going to say, at the time when Pixar was making shit like WALL-E, DreamWorks was making shit like Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. And I'm B sorry. B-movie. Yeah. Oh, B-movie, oh, man. <laughs> fucking B-movie. No, every time I see where they do like the Lorax and the Minions and the fucking Grinch, I just go, God, DreamWorks, eat a fucking bag of dicks, honestly. And they've all got Stop big appeal- eyes as well, having the octopus eyes. Yeah, it, it, and even doing like uh, the Secret Life of Pets, they're literally appealing to only preschoolers with every one of their fucking movies now. Boss Baby, Boss Baby, come on! No, I I am gonna hands down say I think DreamWorks Animation is garbage, and they did the Grinch because they've obviously got licensing to um, Dr. Seuss's work. I just wouldn't even watch it. I was going to say they did one of they did one of my favorite films of all time, and then I've just googled it there, and it was like released in two thousand and six. I can't believe it's that old. It's Which one's crazy. that? Uh, Over the Hedge. You, you <laughs> like Over the Hedge? What? I, I adore Over the Hedge. It's an amazing film. I love it. Oh, bless you, man! You're so adorable. Why do you always say that in such a mocking voice? No, that's a sweet voice. I'm, I'm honestly well, saying no, that is really, a sweet voice, actually. That's really <laughs> lovely. That it's like the certain movies I like that are really stupid, and when anyone hears it, they're like, "Really?" You know. <laughs> but it's. I think it's nice when you can just fully be happy enough with a movie that you're willing to admit you like shit. Sometimes well, he's know? where I get hit by everybody. Go I mean, on, everybody. But sticking <laughs> with the year 2004, I think this Christmas. Who said 2004? <laughs> I think that's what you just said about Over the Edge. 
He said 2006. Oh, did he? Sorry, I thought he said 2004. Anyway, well, early 2000s. Going back to 2004. Then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one of the most, for me, one of the most overrated Christmas movies. And overrated. I know, I, you're gonna yeah, say, I know exactly what you're going to say. And I know I will get blasted for saying this because I know everybody sees love. I just thought it was so boring and May dull. I guess? Go on then. You're going to say you didn't like the Polar Express. I am going to say I don't like the Polar Express. Exactly. I, just, I stand I stand with you, Wayne. I oh, stand wow. with you on that I one. am not alone. Sorry? I don't like that movie either. Oh, there's three of us. I'm actually being really good about this now. I it's just... about the most <laughs> unlikable child getting on a train <laughs> where nothing happens. He's given some cocoa. He's sitting in his slippers and he gets a bell. And he still doesn't look impressed when he gets it. And he doesn't look exactly. impressed when he sees Santa's freaking world. But it's not just that. It's just, is it not just me? Or did it look more like a horror film, the setting? And it was supposed to be a and kid's And the way film. they were animated as well. Yeah. It looked unnatural. I felt uncomfortable watching I just, it. I just thought it was utter, dire, dreadful, I'll be honest. And this is coming from a guy, by the way, who actually was a cast out of a... What used to be the Polar Express? <laughs> <laughs> what was your part, Wayne? Uh, I was the cast out. I just told you, dude. What were <laughs> you, 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 you were a part in as well, don't you? Yeah, lie. I was the cast director. No, weren't you at one stage also? Didn't you? Weren't you the conductor one year? No, I was dressed as a conductor just so I would be in the But on I, a didn't, I didn't do any acting. What's that? I here? thought he was the bell. Oh. No, that was the bell end. <laughs> terrible, just terrible. Yeah, but no, I think it's just one of the most overrated Christmas movies made. I've, I've never seen the hype behind that film. No, I, I exactly. Don't, I don't understand it. And if current rumors are to be believed, Tom Hanks should be kept well clear of. There's something going on online, that, and you can edit that out if you want. Oh, are you going to talk about QAnon, dude? I'm. I'm just going to talk about the fact that every time I turn around, there's at least one person on my Facebook. Who I think has a vendetta against Tom Hanks. So going all the way from overrated <laughs> movies like the Polar Express, let's go to underrated movies. Now, oh, Lords, I would argue, much like Madden, bless him, love it over the hedge. There's a couple yeah. of Christmas movies that I always think this is a shit fucking movie, but my but god, awesome. I can't not turn it on. I can't not. I can't turn it off once it's on, and that's movies like. Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. I fucking love Christmas with the Cranks. I think it's absolutely geniusly stupid. I'll be honest. Deck the Halls. It's another one when oh. I first came out. I couldn't watch it, but I actually enjoyed it when I finally did. National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Fantastic flick. Fantastic It's like one flick. I mentioned before, Bad Santa for me. I know it's bad, yeah. but I just can't help but loving it. What's bad about bad? It's not even that oh, bad of a movie. Slayed, it gets slated. Why? It's not, even, I don't, it's not I even don't that know. offensive. I don't know, but I absolutely love it. I mean, if anything, I thought the first one I was think, better than the second one. But. Oh, it was better than the second one, but I still enjoyed the second one, but it was, wasn't a patch in the first one. But I think the reason people dog on it so much is because when it first came out, this is a true story as well, when it first came out, People were actually pirating it because that's what they did back then. Um, but they what? thought it was a they thought it was a family <laughs> film, so they're putting it on for the kids. 
Oh yeah, the it's a Deadpool effect. Yeah, you know, it must be a it must be a superhero movie, so we'll put it on for the kids because we're yeah. morons. Yeah, and then when it, when it kicked in, they were like, "What the hell is this?" Ah, turn off, turn off, and it just got labeled from there on. Mm. I'll tell you another one, which I think is um, really underrated. Good. Underrated. I can't remember the name of it. Is the problem? What happens? And I'll tell you. I always notice the poster. It's where <laughs> Danny DeVito really wants to have the best Christmas lights. Deck the halls. Deck the halls. Just, just just oh, you just said. Oh, that's what it's called. Deck the halls. <laughs> yeah, don't say that. Yeah, I love that movie. Dude, you said Danny DeVito. Right, don't say it. Hang on. I, I couldn't remember the name of it. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm glad you got me covered, um, woman. Thank you. That's again going, hell. going back to one I mentioned. <laughs> going back to one I mentioned earlier. Uh, as you know more, the refers we all knew it. Hostile hostages. I don't think anyone is, in the room knows it, but me and you. Which but. is? Does anybody know? It, by the way, before I go on. Yeah. You know, guys. Yeah. Do you know it? I know she's lying. She's so lying. Okay. Yeah, I, she's lying. Actually, I, I, I can know tell it. that voice she's lying. I, I have watched Come this on, then. movie. Come okay, on. Okay, bring it on. What is it? Yep. Right. So this thing, hostage, whatever it's called. So it's about hostages <laughs> at Christmas. Right. Santa's holding people nope. hostage nope. because he nope. doesn't want to deliver presents because nah. he doesn't want to go that's, into that's South That's a film we could make, but no. But because he doesn't want to go into South Central because, nah. you know, it's dangerous. Uh, I've got a fucking clue. It is basically Hostages. one of the best comedic actors going, which is Dennis Leary, uh, decides to break into the wrong house uh, and captures these uh, husband and wife who are literally at each other's throats all the way through the film and drive Dennis Leary slowly <laughs> insane, basically. And yeah. all he wants is to get the, the money from them, but they just to keep fighting, don't even bother telling them where the money is. I'm not spoiling the ending. Yeah, I won't spoil it either. Yeah, and then Santa comes to save the day. Why is this a Christmas movie? It is the most dysfunctional Christmas. It's one of the most dysfunctional families of a Christmas you'll ever see. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, being that it's it's uh, Julie Davis, uh, sorry, Judy Davis and Kevin Spacey are the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie. It's 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 great fun. But another one for me, which you might actually think I've gone soft all of a sudden. Is uh, you just friends? Oh, bless you, Wade. You like just friends See? with uh, Ryan Reynolds? See, there you go. Oh, oh fucking yeah. hell. Why am I not shocked? That's why it's underrated, dude. Because you never heard of it. Oh, my God. You like a silly, stupid Christmas movie. Nah. That's so cute. Guess what's happened? Karen's standing go. with a cue card no. to say, say this <laughs> movie. They will like you for actually, it. Actually, <laughs> it was me who got Karen to watch it. Wow. There you go. I'm just going to test Karen. <laughs> when are you I'm, dying? I'm blown away. I might be. <laughs> bloody are. But Jesus I'm not going to test. I am or not. I would never tell anybody if I was not. But, you know, it's a possibility. I know, I know a Christmas movie that I think is okay. I think it's an okay movie. I do think it's okay, but I think if memory serves, Danielle loves it. Um, the holiday. Yes, I do. Uh, Jack love the Black holiday. and uh, Kate Winslet and stuff. That is, it is a good Lord movie. And Cameron Diaz. I'm not actually yeah. seen that one. I'll be honest. 
What it was all was right. It was all right. Uh, the holiday. The holiday. It's basically Kate Winslet and Cameron Diaz want to do a house swap. So Cameron Diaz goes to a little village just outside of London. Kate Winslet goes to LA and, you know, things ensue. But it's just a great lighthearted movie when you want to turn your brain off. And Jack Black before he was full Jack Black mode. So he actually was acting. Acting a little bit. Yeah. 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 And he actually does a really good job in it. He can when he tries. Yeah, back before he got paid to just rig-a-goo-goo-goo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Three a goo goo He's the one for you. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for this. Randy Games. Now, I actually think, right, this is a very, a movie that a lot of people hate. And it was seen as... Is this the one where you see Charlie Steeran's bush? Yes. Yes. I like it. Exactly. Which one was it again? Which one? Reindeer games. Uh, Reindeer games. It's it's basically it's a heist movie where they get um, Ben Affleck straight out of jail and put him straight into a heist. And part of the movie is him having to fuck Charlize Theron where she gets naked in a pool. And that's like the it's worth watching the movie just for that. You never see as much steam coming out the pool ever again in your life. You know what though? Oh, Even though everyone shits on that movie as being like an exploitative garbage movie, I actually think it was a really fun movie. Lots of iconic imagery. It was. It was one of those last, the twelve Santas that are like, all like bloody on the street is quite yeah, an image. It was like your last good nineties action flick. It was two thousand, so it was your last. You know, it was toward the end of the nineties, and it was like your last good action sort of Christmassy flick. Mm. No, that's a good. That's actually a really good shout. I forgot all about Rainier Games. Um, but if you want to go on that road, I'll I tell you on that road. what um, <laughs> is actually, I didn't know this, it's being called a Christmas movie. Um, I don't know how on earth it's a Christmas movie at all, although it is one of my favorite movies of all time. I would, I think Christmas is in it for like four seconds, so I don't right. see how it's a Christmas movie. Edward Scissorhands is listed as a Christmas uh, yeah, movie. Yeah, I've seen that and I don't no. get that. Yeah, how the fuck is that possible? Yeah. It's, it's not even, it's Christmas for like three seconds at the end of the movie. It doesn't uh, make it a Christmas the, movie. It's, it's the music and the snow more than anything. It's the atmosphere of the movie. Maybe. Not what's in the movie itself. I mean, like, look at me. you, you can always have movies that you acquaint with Christmas that aren't really Christmas. Like, mm. what played every year on TV over in Britain was The Wizard of Oz on Christmas. Yeah, there's no Christmas I always, in that. Yeah, I will always link that with Christmas, though, because of just the time it was played. So, you know, anything can be a Christmas movie, essentially. Well, again, Hank and I were talking about this the other day, and there is, there's loads of films come between Christmas and New Year, which you always remember as a kid. Um, and they're not always Christmas movies or such. A lot of them were fantasy films. I, I remember when mm. I grew up. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, the Star Wars and everything came on over Christmas. But you had things like Clash of the Titans and you had all the Sinbads and everything like that used to come on over Christmas. Every the old year. man movies. Yeah, yeah, the old man movies, thank you. I'm not ashamed. I admit <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an old man. We've got Grandpa here as well, so watch what you're saying. <clears throat> what, what, listening. what was that, kids? You saying something again? Jordan, <laughs> <laughs> the two soppiest films. Well, before we continue, I, I was just going to say I agree the movies released, you know, that you see every Christmas are not necessarily Christmas movies. Much like how everyone makes the wrong distinction that Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. You dumped. Christmas, it's not, though. 
Okay. I only I only like Santa Claus movies just wind there, Bruce Willis, if you ever listens. That you know, that's the only reason I'm agreeing is I'm I'm gonna back up John McTiernan and I'm gonna back up the marketing department. I'm gonna back up Bruce Willis and say it's not a Christmas movie because they all said it's not a Christmas movie and it was released in the summer as a summer blockbuster. No. For that reason, it takes place alone, Christmas so it does take place on Christmas Eve, but no one unwraps Which- one present. Oh, so what? They've got to unwrap a present to be a Christmas movie. I feel like Fuck they off. should mention more Christmas. Cri- well, Die Hard 2. Die Hard 2 is a Christmas movie, though. Because they unwrapped a present. Because he unwraps a present. Hang oh, on fuck a off, second. dude. Go give yourself a shit. Hang on a second. They unwrapped a present, so it's a Christmas you know movie. You're I was actually, up. I was actually, I was actually going to be big on your side for a few seconds there, dude. And then you said, then you said the second one is, and you just totally like kick yourself in the balls. No, so no, no. Like, I'm just playing. Doesn't somebody you know somebody unwraps a present in the original Die Hard? Ellis it was gives, a bomb. Um, Ellis gives um gives John's wife a watch. Ellis actually, gives Holly a watch. I was making a joke, but actually that's true. That's right. He goes, uh, show him the watch. Yeah. Yeah. But doesn't he just mention that? He doesn't actually show it. I think you, I think you sort of see her wearing it or something. Maybe. Yeah. How can you have a Christmas song at the end or? Well, here's the thing though. All joking aside, right. If, if lethal weapon is a Christmas movie because it has a Christmas song at the beginning and it takes place at Christmas time, and then Die Hard is a movie that takes place on Christmas Eve and has a Christmas song at the end. How are they not both Christmas movies? Which one was the first well, one? Because they are. Well, yeah, but that's why Lethal I'm making weapon. a joke about it. Yeah. Well, would you not consider? I mean, Batman Returns maybe is in the Christmas list. Christmas Batman yeah. Returns is in the Christmas list. Yeah, Batman Returns is a total Christmas movie. Yeah, but many yeah. people say it's it's not because it's only set at Christmas. But of course. Um, what defines a Christmas movie, really? I was just going to say, if it's set at Christmas, it's a fucking Christmas movie. What do, what do people want? Just because it's not like your family, everything's going to be good at the just end. Because there's no Santa Claus. Exactly. But what about uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anything by Shane Black except for um, Last Boy Scout Predator. didn't touch Christmas. No, oh, yeah. Wow. It didn't. Yeah. Two. Two out of like six. That's not bad. Even Long Kiss Goodnight takes place at Christmas. Yeah, that does. Yeah. Hey, did you know? Here's a piece of use of trivia while we're on the Shane Black very briefly because it links to Lethal Weapon. I, I personally think Lethal Weapon 2 is a better movie than Lethal Weapon 1. I think both um, movies go to each other. I'll be honest. I, I love them both. It's, I love them both, but I do personally prefer the second one. Um, I think it's got more stakes. It is more harrowing. But well, did it, you was know, always go, it was always going to get better because they've already grew the relationship. Yeah. But, but did I think you that's know, why I like them both as well. Say, go on. Go on. They had to, um, Shane Black fought to have his name taken off that movie and he couldn't get it off because of Screenwriters Guild. Um, but he wouldn't do the final draft of the movie and he got kicked off set off Lethal Weapon 2. Why? Because he desperately fought to keep his original ending, which is that Riggs dies Dies. at the end. Mm. And if you look at the movie really carefully, you can see in the last scene that he is dead. Yes. Yeah. And it's a wide shot panning back and the added voiceover, but he's clearly not moving. That's because he was meant to die because he said he could foresee this was going to be kind of going to become a quote unquote bullshit franchise. Yeah. And he wanted nothing to do with it. Well, and if you killed Gibbs, Riggs, you couldn't. Mel Gibson himself said uh, for the fourth one, he would only come back for the fourth one if they killed Moff and they were yep. born uh, and then they changed their minds last minute. Yep. Wow. 
So what they're basically saying is Riggs is so the ultimate fucking hero. He tries repeatedly to die and can't. Yep. <laughs> I know. I know that feeling very well. Um, <laughs> you would, bro. Well, yeah, I've only been on fire like six times, and you know everything else. But never mind. Um, amateur. So two more. <laughs> is it amateur? Or is it just skill? Amateur. <laughs> two more softish <laughs> Christmas films, which I'll admit while I can. We're learning everything this this and week, again. And one of them. One of them is quite underrated because you don't really hear it despite the fact it's a Disney film you don't really hear oh, right, it okay. and that's uh, Santa Who Who? San- Santa exactly. Who Santa Who Don't think I know that one It is Leslie <laughs> Nielsen and right, basically, okay. basically what happens is he falls off his sleigh takes a knock to his head and gets amnesia So it's Who Am I? But Santa version Exactly God didn't he do Like three movies like that Like isn't that the plot Of Mr. Magoo as well Like falls (laughs) off Or something And loses his sight I didn't watch Mr. Magoo So it just looked terrible But um, No it was It was actually It was a cute little film Because I mentioned it earlier All the way through the film They're trying to make him Remember That he's actually Santa Some believe he is Some believe he's not And it's just It's a clever little film Uh, But the other one I've never seen that the other one I've never is, seen that. I must um, look at that. I'm, I like the Leslie Nielsen. Jack yeah, Frost. Same. Is which oh, I forgot to mention Jack Frost. Jack Frost because it breaks my oh, heart every yes. time I watch it. I can't watch it. I think that's why I like it because I used to laugh at everybody crying. Oh, do you guys mean Christmas Fluke? What? What? The exact same plot as the movie Fluke, but instead of a dog, he gets reincarnated as a fucking snowman. I'm not saying fluke, so I wouldn't. Oh, I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah, I've heard fl- that. Fl- <laughs> fluke and Jack Frost are the same movie. Yeah. But then you said one is a dog and They brought out a film with Kevin Spacey, Nine Lives. And it's there's, the same. I was going to say there's been loads of things like that, though, really. Oh, but yeah. Dude, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, but if you don't cry at the part where he's building the snowman and you hear Landslide by Fleetwood Mac playing, as he's like lamenting the loss of his dad, you don't have a fucking soul. And well, you when know I don't. think that's cool, but it's not cool, okay? <laughs> yeah, do you know I don't. So what the hell are you talking about? Dead inside, you're yeah. dead to the world. Yeah, the kind it's of not guy. cool. It's not funny. I it's did, not brave. I, whoa, 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 whoa! When did I ever say it was cool? When did I ever say it was brave? Never. All the time. I don't. You send us texts all <laughs> no. the time. Lol, I'm so cool. <laughs> Check me out. No, that's your husband. That's your husband to be. That's your husband to be. I'm afraid. (laughs) Yo, uh, Wayne's (laughs) the kind of guy who is literally—you walk in, he's got a tear rolling down the side of his face, and you can see all the snow coming in through the door on the TV, and there's Santa's feet, and you're going, "Oh, he's he's getting touched by this movie." And the camera pans up, and Santa's got an axe, and he turns and he goes, "I fucking love this part," and he's. Crying with laughter as Santa hacks people up in like fucking Tales from, Tales, no, I was thinking Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> you know, look who I found outside, mommy Santa Claus yeah. brings the brings the Santa in to kill the mom. Yep. Yeah. Oh my god, Wayne is the Santa Claus bot from Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's yeah, I might actually take that one. Yep. It, like, he's, it, like, yeah. he's a <laughs> film which I can never understood why they made. But then again, I can because it was British, so it says everything. 
Nativity. I haven't seen that. Don't I dare watch it. Don't want I the trailer does I, enough. I thought the first one had its merits, to be honest. I would put on Nativity every year. Second and the third one, I wasn't a fan of at all. But the first one, I have to say, I thought was good fun. But you liked Over the Hedge? Yes. And I also like Love Actually. And I watched The Holiday many years ago and I wasn't as fond of it as I was of Love Actually. I was about to defend you till you said Love Actually, you asshole. I've never seen it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Love Actually. It's, it's a, you know, well, it's nothing right with come out love. <laughs> You're wrong about that. But that's just me. Let's let's take 13 completely disparative garbage characters and put them in a blender and say, Merry Christmas, everyone in love. What a shit and, fucking and make And make a shit ton movie. of money doing it as well. Why God not? almighty, yeah. Although, I'll tell you who's good in that is Bill Nye. Bill Nye is fucking oh, great yeah, in yeah. it. But I can't think of anything he's not great in. That's he's true. great in, in absolute trash. You put him in Underworld, he's still good. Um, all right. I want to go real obscure, everybody. I live in a country now, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know, called England. Yes. <laughs> I have less of a positive response to it, but yeah, it's true. I live in England. And one thing that's funny about England is they're real gay for Christmas, right? Everyone loves Christmas here. And yet you don't really see the decorations. You don't really see like people going out of their way to carol sing or anything, but they love making Christmas specials on TV. Like they bring back old shows and do a special one off. They do one off movies every year. The BBC is just like, Constantly throwing Christmas shit out There must be like a hundred Doctor Who Christmases Because after the 1980s The BBC forgot to make, how to make anything <laughs> Maybe Yeah I don't know no, the no, there's, no, there's no maybe about it They forgot how to make shit I but don't they know remember, the They remembered how to charge a TV license every year But they forgot how to make shit That's why oh. they brought back Only Fools and Horses 17 times Yep well, it's everyone's own fault they pay a TV license. And the two Ronnies and everything else, you know. Which I love. I love all that old school stuff, but move on. So anyway, my point is, and this was, it was good you mentioned Love Actually because it reminded me of it. There was a movie made as a Christmas special, a one-off Christmas special in 1992 that me as a young man living in Florida got a copy of from one of my British relatives when they came to visit. And I fell in love with it. It to me is like the best British movie ever made. Cause I don't like a lot of British movies. Zulu. And that no, not Zulu. And this was a Christmas <laughs> special <laughs> from 92. And I don't think it was ever aired ever again. When I've looked into it, it's like really fucking hard to find copies of this movie. It was just shunned and forgotten about. I think I was the only guy that liked it. And it was uh Alan Cummings. Oh, oh God! As the lead, with Rowan Atkinson as the villain, no. and Lenny Henry as the genie, and it's Bernard yeah, and the this, genie. Yeah, what? I was saying exactly the same last year. Dear, I remember this as well. It's right, such okay, a so cute fucking movie, man. I had never seen it, right? And he goes to watch it like what two weeks ago? Two or three weeks ago. I put me in the mood for Christmas. Yeah. And I was lying in bed and I'm trying to fall asleep. And it, I just woke up and just turned and says, what the fuck is this shit? What is this actual garbage you are watching on the TV? And he's like, well, I love this movie. It's Bernard and the Genie. 
I did. It's, it's so a, it's cheesy. Fucking, it's in, so yeah. cheesy. In the wrong way, though. In no, the wrong in way, the good way. So bad, it's, it's good. So cringe. It is pretty. It's fucking worse than cringe. over the hedge. Why are you dogging it over the hedge? Let the boy have his movie. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> fucking women can pinpoint your weakness, can't they? Jesus. <laughs> no, no, it's like this like, movie's so bad, right? Like. So he gets the genie out and they go see Terminator 2 in the theaters. <laughs> That's how old this movie is. It's great. Um, and he's like, well, genie, I'm off back to my house. Do you want to come home with me? And he's like, no, I want to go see more of that woman's 60 foot breasts. I don't know how the fuck the 60 foot breasts in fucking Terminator 2, but whatever. It's a movie. And he goes off. And when Bernard goes home, there's a dude waiting in his house. So he hits him over the head with a sword and kills him. This cop in his house. And the police go, well, you've just murdered him. So now you're getting done for murder. And he's like, oh, bummer. And they put him in an elevator. And there's an actual elevator man that runs the elevator. And he's going, don't worry about this, sir. This happened to me once back when I was in the war. And he goes, did it really? He goes, no, never did. But it's okay because I killed a police officer once. Yeah, it was between me and him. And it was a dark night. But I came out the victor. Did that really happen? No, no, it didn't. And he just keeps telling it's, them stories nonstop. Yeah. That never happened to make yeah. him feel better, but reveals the truth at the end of each one. And in the background, this whole time, the cops just bleeding everywhere. And it always made me chuckle that no one notices this cop is just dripping blood everywhere while they're going through this ridiculous conversation. It's a cute well, fucking is, movie. This is the thing, though. This is how old you can tell the movie is in British terms. The genie pops out the lamp and says he wants to try that newfangled Big Mac. Yes, and it's in the old styrofoam container. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. And he goes, wow, even pickles are nice on it. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. And apparently Bob Geldof was in this movie. Yeah, he was. Melvin what happens, yeah, what happens is he actually says, I want to look better, make me look like Bob Geldof. And then he becomes Bob Geldof. And he says, do I look better? And Lenny Henry says, no, you look bloody hideous. And he goes, change me then. And he goes back to normal. <laughs> Bob Geldof came in for that one joke. Wow. Well, I mean, he does look like a homeless man. He does. does. Do you know what rating it was, uh, Hank? I would have guessed a 15. 7.5 rating. IMDb. Oh, you mean like what people think of it? That's a lot yeah. higher than I would have expected. Like, I think everyone that saw this that year when they were kids fell in love with it. And every adult went, this is total shit. But the reason it reminded me from Love Actually is it was written by uh, Richard Curtis. All right. Well, apparently it was released by CBS and Fox in 1992 on VHS, but it didn't actually get a VHS release in the UK until 1993. So you actually saw it like you had copies of it in the U.S. before anybody in the U.K. got it. But it was first broadcast on the 23rd of December, 1991. Wow. Yeah. We, we even get your shit early. That's weird. <laughs> but yeah, if you've never seen it, it's a real obscure fucking movie. If you've never seen it, I would definitely recommend it. It's right up there with Baham Duck. The Looney Tunes Christmas as <laughs> oh a God. classic that I would say, if you've not seen it, you should watch it. It's so ridiculous. The Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> what? No Looney Tunes fans. I love Looney Tunes. Yeah. 
I'll tell you what, though, uh, can anyone all mention the Christmas Chronicles 2 early on? Yes. It is an interesting one. I've, I've just been looking at the casters in that, and it's actually somebody from Lethal Weapons in this. After oh, amazing. We talk about Lethal Weapon. Darling Love. Oh, oh shit. There's a one for you. Mark McDowell's in it. It's got to be good at fees in it. Oh, yeah. Well, Mark McDowell's a legend. I'm looking He's... forward to uh, to watching it this weekend. Actually, Malcolm McDowell was, um, he plays, um, oh, who does he play? He plays Nick Frost's uh, father in um, the new Simon Pegg, Nick Frost thing where they're like, oh, yeah, uh, True Seekers. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I saw him in that the other night and he's like Nick Frost's dad. I've only watched one episode. Yeah, he, he was in talks to be in Fright Seekers and wound up in True Seekers. How hilarious is that? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> he still might end up in it. He still might end up in it. Yeah, yeah. It's not out yet. You might. You never know. He's only 77. He's got another 27 yet to live yet. <laughs> That's what they say, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> there is one film which has only been briefly mentioned, which is, to me, one of the ultimate Christmas films for any horror fan. Uh, you know, I was waiting for it. I was waiting for the turn to horror. We've got to go down this film. It is like, <sighs> you know, I mean, come on. I hope, I hope it's up to come on. Gremlins singing that song is just amazing. Oh, for real? I thought you were going to bring up like Black Christmas or something. No, oh, fuck that. No, Gremlins. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was mentioned actually. Liz mentioned it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, said, yes. I said it was briefly mentioned, but we've not ah, gone. Ah, sorry. Briefly. Okay, my bad. Yeah, that's God, fair. I, I always um I always loved Gremlins, but um I've always for some reason I've held a softer spot for the second one than the first one. Um, Same. I think the second yeah. one's a better movie, oh, but it's not a Christmas one time one. Was phenomenally better, but no, yeah, it yeah. wasn't like Hank says it wasn't Christmas. And I've yes. just read recently that Chris Columbus apparently told Zach Gallagher that Gremlins Three is going to get made, and they are keeping the Gremlins as puppets. So fingers crossed on that one. Well, you do know that that was an exchange deal, right? No. Yeah, because Gremlins, they're getting to make a live-action Gremlins in exchange for Tales of the Mogwai, which premieres next year, which is already in production. Tales of the Mogwai is an animated DreamWorks show about an animated gizmo turning into Gremlins every week Eh? with different characters as he travels the world. Yep. And apparently it'll end when he gets picked up in the box of the first Gremlins. It's like a prequel cartoon uh, show for kids. Uh, so they allo- they allowed them to have that licensing so they could make a movie. The reason I brought this up is because I wanted to jump on to Chris Columbus. Did you hear his outburst of uh, Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, because basically... He's doing um, an adult version of Home Alone. Oh, uh, well, well, what's actually... What he's doing is he's co- he's doing... He's producing a movie called... Stoned alone. That's right. And it's about a guy who gets so high he doesn't realize people are breaking into his house. Exactly. <laughs> and Chris Columbus has took offense to it, saying it's a it's an absolute insult on Home Alone and all this shit. I thought it was hilarious. I agree with him completely, personally. Not so much because of that, but I think that weed humor is overrated, and I think everyone is a oh, pothead's a loser. I would anyway. not watch it because it just sounds shit. But I just think the way he's got about it is totally the wrong way. That's just going to incite somebody like Ryan Reynolds to do it even more and to do it more, more over the top. The only you, way you, you that I would watch... Wind, you do not wind somebody like Ryan Reynolds up. 
I'm just gonna say because I got a real thing about potheads. I fucking hate potheads. Oh, the only way the Stone Alone would be a good movie is if it was Joe Rogan playing the lead, actually high for the whole movie, and it's Seth Rogan and Elon Musk are breaking into his house. Oh, that would be funny. But they've all got to actually be high, and there has to be no script of any kind. Nah, I've just and all know. the violence has to be real. No, I'm sorry, no, but personally for me, personally for me, and again, I might get hit for this, but I just don't see why Pothead should get work like that full stop. Well, I that's just, kind of my joke, Wayne, is because... Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. But, but no, but the thing is, though, dude, people love it. People think it's the, the worst. Best oh, thing yeah. I've heard that's, that's been cancelled, though. That's what does my head in. I don't know. I've, it's fairly recently. It was even announced. I'd be surprised if it was cancelled already. Yeah, no, it was, it was like it was 2018 or something. I was reading about them doing that. Oh, it's, oh only recent, it's only recently Chris Columbus has made a kick up then. Maybe oh, he's right, just okay. read something unless they're just Unless they're still trying to get the money. Like, But then, I mean, it's not as if Ryan Reynolds hasn't been busy doing everything else he could possibly do in the meantime. Yeah, yeah oversaturating the market things. with himself. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Like that movie, Deadpool, where he plays Deadpool, or that movie, Free Guy, where he plays Deadpool. Yeah, he's kind oh, of... Oh, there was that one movie where he played Deadpool was good. He's gone down the Johnny Depp Avenue, hasn't he? It's now that he's found out what his niche is, he's just doing that all the time, where before then he was actually half decent. I, w- I would have um, said it's the Jack Black rock syndrome all over again. It's the same thing, isn't it? Jack yeah. Black, Johnny Depp, and, you know, I mean, Johnny Depp doesn't do anything now without being uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what I mean? I disagree with that. Oh, I don't. I, I, everything I've seen him in I think you mean... You must Sucks mean... on Tim Burton's tit. Yeah, you everything. mean that he's always some over eccentric character or something, or do you mean literally he's he's playing Jack Sparrow? He's nearly always playing Jack Sparrow. Yeah, he does not play Jack Sparrow in other movies. He well, plays from very what I've seen, kind of characters in movies. From what I've seen, it always seems like I mean, Sweeney Todd was Jack Sparrow. I disagree. Uh, oh, fuck off, man! It was totally Jack Sparrow. Not remotely. Couldn't every time he tried to put a different accent, and it come out as Jack Sparrow. Completely played them differently, but that's nah, just a matter nah. of yeah, well, yeah. that's your view, that's not my view. So, yeah, I'll agree Christmas vacation. okay, what? what about like Mordecai? Are you gonna tell me he was he was uh Jack Sparrow and Mordecai? What the fuck is Mordecai? That's so where he was the detective with the big bushy mustache, it was like a play on Her- Hercule Perot. Well, I can't answer that because I've never seen it, I'm very nervous. Uh, well, I've heard of it, I've not and seen I did it. see if you listened the shit I've seen. He's always Jack Sparrow. Fantastic Beasts, he's not Jack Sparrow? I've never watched Fantastic Beasts because I do not like that film. I do not like the, any, like the Harry Potter Harry franchise. Potter stuff, yeah. 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 <laughs> he's well well and truly gone from that franchise now, unfortunately. Well... Well, I think that's... I, I don't want to get into it, but I feel like we might have to get into it very, very briefly, very lightly. Though there is some good news, though, about his replacement. Ah, uh, that's been disproven. Are you going to say yes, Mads Mikkelsen? Yeah. Yeah, he Mads came out and said that's a bunch of shit. He's never been approached. This, Fucking cock teasers. I know, right? There's still rumors that he might be going back because apparently they're accepting him back as um, Jack Sparrow. Are they really? Uh, that's what I heard. I mean, whether that's actually confirmed or not but I read that recently Damn, I'd be really fucking surprised if he came back as Jack Sparrow just because those movies are the most expensive movies in modern day movie making yep and then to put a guy who's already kind of like hit and miss with people's opinions right now I mean personally I think it's clear that 
in my opinion, it's clear that he didn't abuse that woman and that she was abusing him. Well, yeah, that's the exactly. way it looks from the evidence and, I saw. And I was just going to say the evidence. I wasn't there. Was, I don't know. The evidence, what we've seen on like you know the the news, everything like that, all votes for him. But like you see, are we not being told certain aspects? I don't know. Never trust what you're told. Never exactly. ever trust exactly. what you're told. Exactly. From knowing Johnny Depp and his check had passed, I think it was a two-sided abusive relationship. I think Maybe, but I reckon she other. was more physical than he was yeah. by the looks of the evidence. I yeah. see no evidence of her with wounds. Well, you know why? Lots of evidence with him with wounds. Because I think he was too stoned to have actually physically assaulted her. Yeah, maybe. But didn't he assault his um, ex-wife though? Yeah. Yeah, but that when was they a long together. time ago. Yeah. And I would hope Still he though, you've that. got to take that. No, you've got to take that into account, though. I do think yeah, the was each other though. I'll be honest. I can't imagine her giving just as much as what she got. Now here's a funny one for you. This is this this is slightly off topic, obviously. <laughs> Let's assume it came out tomorrow. Hands down, he totally abused Amber Heard. He was giving her slaps in the face, punching her in the head all day long. Would that change your perspective of his movie roles? Um, you can't you can't say it would change his perspective on movie roles. That's him as an actor. That's a totally different side of him. Uh, but as a person, yes. See, that's why I'm asking because I know a lot of people who tell me they can't watch Kevin Spacey movies because of Kevin yeah, Spacey's I was, second past. I was, I was just about to, to say that actually, in regards to Kevin Spacey, well, what, what I, I is, completely what disassociate. What did Kevin Spacey actually get done for, though? Well, he got, he's got done for nothing because they dropped exactly. all the charges voluntarily. So, therefore, and the why other can person you not watch his films? Passed away. Sorry? So why can you not watch his films? Had he no, actually, no, no, I'm saying I can watch his films. No, I don't no, get no, no, no. I mean other people, man. Yes, I know you yes. can. Sure. Um, but had he actually physically raped people, then I might think, oh, fuck, yeah, no, you shouldn't be watching this shit. But the fact that nothing was proven, nothing is, you know, you got you got to weird with everything. How can you turn around and say, well, I'm just not going to watch your stuff? That's just pettiness. Well, oddly enough, actually, um, you mentioned earlier briefly, he's um, Kevin Spacey is actually currently pursuing Anthony Rapp and is actually going back on what he said. And about three days ago, there was an article in which court papers were obtained to say that Kevin Spacey is now actually saying, um, no, Anthony Rapp is wrong. That probably wasn't me. In fact, I'm fairly sure it wasn't me. And the original allegation shouldn't have been said. And so Kevin Spacey, he's trying to unwind the clock sort of in the background, really. That's me. Yeah, that's really that smart. Yeah. Yeah. Now, especially after you came out the way he did and went, oh, by the way, guys, I'm gay and everything. That's that. he's just got a terrible publicist, obviously. But he I mean, if, he's got one at the minute. If you look on IMDb, he hasn't got any connections. Maybe he's got um he's got someone working for him because there's a there's a lady named in some of the news articles where newspapers have reached out to a particular lady. Who seems to be representing him? So he has someone working for. And all I'm going to say real quick is, I have such a personally, I don't care about life. I care about movies and stuff. So sure. I have such a separation between the people involved in making a movie and the finished product that, like, if it did come out tomorrow, that it turned out that Tom Hanks was keeping, you know, child sex slaves for ten years at a time and all this other crazy bullshit propaganda garbage. It wouldn't affect me being able to enjoy Forrest Gump at all. Yeah. It, 
maybe if he produces anything after the point yeah, of sure. well, yeah this, this is what I was going to say is maybe it would deter me from pursuing that actor's career further you know and helping them by giving them money from a movie ticket or whatever that's the key but, like, thing yeah that's the key but, thing like looking back does it make me enjoy Airplane any less when I go ooh look at that murderer <laughs> no it doesn't I, I still watch it and I go huh, does the glove fit and make a little joke about it, even though that he's a horrible fucking person, but it doesn't make me enjoy the movie any less. Did did you mean um the naked gun? Yes. How <laughs> <laughs> you might have. <laughs> it's because the same dudes in it. That's the only I, o- I always mix them up. I always oh, mix them up. Oh, that was good. The only I I'd love to think of somebody like other than obviously OJ. I'd love to think of someone who was a convicted killer who was then in sort of films or who was found out was a convicted killer afterwards. The only person who ever comes to mind is Leslie Grantham, who was in EastEnders for years, and he actually is a convicted killer. Or Matthew as Broderick. I say, uh, sorry? And OJ was never convicted. Yeah, OJ killing. was never convicted. Um, Matthew Broderick, though. Uh, OJ was convicted in a civil trial. <laughs> yeah, but he was two- convicted in a civil trial unrelated to the murders. Who was the okay. two actors on the boat? Sorry, did you? That did was you Christopher say Walken. And, and who else? Matthew Broderick. Yeah, one second. It was Christopher Walken and the guy who played number Robert Wagner. Robert Wagner. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they killed Natalie Wood. They killed Natalie Wood. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they clearly fucking did as well. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, pushed her off the boat <laughs> after having a gangbang. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, she just sank with all that cum in her. Man, there was just nothing she could do. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> feel pretty now, bitch. I thought that would have made her more buoyancy. Uh, not with that much. Yeah, <laughs> that makes you sink too yeah, much salt. Same in a good swim as well. Yeah. <laughs> so in down's the problem <laughs> Like a freak <laughs> Like that scene in Finding Nemo When all the fish go down To prevent the boat Just keep from swimming them. Just keep swimming And yes, Matthew Broderick is a murderer Do you not know about Can that? Can I just ask Why have we suddenly no. gone So bad for Christmas? Yeah, I don't know it's, It brings out what, the best What happened here? What happened? <laughs> Matthew Broderick fault, Ironically, Matthew Broderick was in Ireland To go hang out with Madden and he went into the wrong lane and crumpled his car against another, knocked it off a cliff, slammed into the side of a car, knocked it off a cliff, and killed an entire family. <laughs> oh my God. And then when the police came, they went, Oh, Ferris Bueller, go home. And he did. And he never got done for it. He just said, I'm sorry. And they went, Oh, cool. Thanks. Yeah, it was his day off, you know. Yeah. yeah. He got. A, he drove away from it with uh, him and Alan Ruck. were just like, which it wasn't weekend at Bernie's. You know what's really sad is. <laughs> you know what's really sad is I heard Alan Ruck has pitched a sequel to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> yeah, I've heard where that. Alan Ruck is old and has Alzheimer's, and Ferris comes and gets him out the old folks home to make him relive the events of the first movie. That yeah, just sounds, sounds like pure sadness. Yeah, it sounds terrible. And then drives off the cliff. And then drives off a cliff. Anyway, so (laughs) Christmas, you know, Christmas is a time for for gathering and and coming together and all that sort of shit, you know. And uh, I think that there's been some really fantastic Christmas movies, and I hope that people listen to the ones we mentioned and and enjoy them. Um, I think that uh, for me personally, 
having had a lot of bad Christmases, Christmas movies are something to escape into at Christmas because you can't escape Christmas itself. It's it's so hammered home for the whole of December. When I was a kid, it was like five days long. Now it's like the whole of December's Christmas. It's even November now, dude. Yeah, even November. It's like, fuck it. What are we in now? We're in the middle of November. People are already got the Christmas channels on playing Christmas music. We put, put a this, fucking tree up put yesterday. This way, dude. I'm the Halloween man. You know that. But yeah, Christmas decorations getting put up before fucking Halloween. It drives me fucking sin. Well, in fairness, that's your that's your Britain. You've got a problem where you don't have Thanksgiving to buffer it. At least in America, we've got Thanksgiving to buffer the two. Why holidays. would we celebrate Slay Day? So that's basically I, what Thanksgiving is. It's like, hey, let's sit down and have some food, but we're going to kill you. Let's celebrate this for years to come. That's not what Thanksgiving's okay, all about. Given, given that we're recording the episode today, by the way, happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much, man. I give thanks for Kevin Spacey. Okay, okay. <laughs> I give thanks for all of the performances Johnny Depp gave that works Jack Sparrow. <laughs> no, you've only got like when he played... Them. Like when he played Raul Duke or Donnie Brasco or Steve, Gene Watson even, or Gilbert Grape. Listen, even when he got killed off Freddy Krueger, he was like, ah, I'm dead. That was his first movie ever. <laughs> talking much. He didn't even get to say anything. He just dies in the bed. <laughs> you didn't get it, did you, at all? Or Ed Wood <laughs> or the dude from Secret Window, Morty. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Whatever, dude. That's all I'm saying. Whatever, dude. Yeah, anyway uh, <laughs> Thanks man, I do appreciate that That's alright um, <laughs> I'm not much of a, of a holiday guy But I, I do love a good Christmas movie And it was nice having a chat with you guys I mean, I think we all agree There's only really Five universally praised Christmas movies Yes You know, Home Alone, Elf uh, Most likely Nightmare Before Christmas and like fucking um, what you would call it, Santa Claus, and uh, Die Hard. No. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Christmas Carol, otherwise known as Scrooged. <laughs> That's like the five movies, isn't it? Um, but I, I enjoyed talking with you guys about things. Hey, who else, does anyone want to talk about anything in particular before we before we start to wrap up? Now that we've I already diverged off Christmas, Christmas for half an hour. Apart from it's a wonderful life. Right, moving on. <laughs> Has anybody um has anybody ever seen White Christmas with Bing Crosby? Does that mean anything to anyone? That's another yeah. classic Christmas film that's been around since 1954. I haven't seen the movie, but we all know the song. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that cold Christmas every year. Sing it for us, Danielle. Okay, so it's last Christmas. No, no, no. White Christmas. White Christmas. <laughs> the same thing in it. All Christmas Wham, songs sound the same. Actually, if people are yeah, a fan, if people are a fan of Wham and a fan of Last Christmas, then they should definitely listen to Movie Madness's interview with Andy Moran, who directed yes, that music video. That's right. References. <laughs> unintentional segue. I like the. We admit that was unintentional. Indeed. Well, yeah. She's <laughs> farting in the air tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> since this is uh is, is since this is like a Christmas or a festive episode, should one of us sing a song to end the episode? Well, I was we trying to get something? Danielle to do it there. Go right ahead, man. I, I just no, sung no. last Christmas. No, you were singing the wrong one, or you were supposed to be singing White Christmas. 
Yeah, you start singing, I'll hop in if I if I know the words. I can't go that low. There you go. That's low. <laughs> okay, on. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. There you go. Go on. Go on. I can't go I was, that I was getting into that. I'll give you a My whole body's vibrating now. How about this one? I bet you know this one. I'm driving home for Christmas. I can't wait to see those faces. Driving home for Christmas. Yeah. Well, I'm moving down that line. Why do you, why is it sound like you're singing like Jim? Because that's how I sing. <laughs> So sing White Christmas, babe. I'm dreaming of a white racist Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the kind that only white people get to enjoy. You can see where I'm coming from with this, can't you, Danielle? What's, you, the, you, what's the one, you what's totally the one they ban every year? Yep. What's the one they ban every year? Is, uh, oh, you scumbag, you scumbag, you maggot, you cheap, lousy... <laughs> Faggot. Ooh. Said it. I'm sorry, it's part of the song. Tastes good, gravy. It also refers to some kind of awful dish and has nothing to do with sexuality whatsoever. But I love faggots, mate. Do you? We all do. He loves carpets, him. Yes. Night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, everyone on Movie Madness this evening has quite clearly already been into the eggnog and getting a little bit ready for Christmas. It's only legal for yeah. 23 days. And you tell me he doesn't drink. I'm just glad I'm a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> what did you yeah. witness? I don't care how much Jehovah. he pays me, I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> Tries to trick me every year with that shit. Is that who keeps knocking on our door? It's okay. Just leave the blinds open. It'll be fine. No, no, no. The guy who keeps knocking on your door is the TV license inspector, but somebody won't pay the fee. Stop outing us and he won't (laughs) knock on the fucking door. I'll just tell you now, I don't pay a TV licensing fee. No, I do. Yeah, Danielle pays it. Hey, Danielle, would you like to hear a piece of useless trivia? Never. I was trying to prove to Wayne that Johnny Depp didn't only play Jack Sparrow, so I was looking up Johnny Depp roles. Did you know that he was the narrator for Pearl Jam's 20? Yes. What's for Jack Sparrow? This song is called Alive. (laughs) Was he he really? (laughs) Yeah, I just read about it. No way. Huh. And apparently he reprised his role as Edward Scissorhands on Family Guy, of all things. The guy will do fucking anything. Oh, you will now. crazy. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I had fun with you guys. Um, yeah. We talked at least about seven or eight movies. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> I always like it when Movie Madness actually contains talking about movies at some point. It doesn't good. always happen, but when it does, it's brilliant. Yeah, it's not always the case, but when it does, it's about a movie. Well, that's are got we, um, in the title. Are, you, works. Yeah. are you wearing this episode on Christmas Day? No, this is uh this is gonna air on the first week of December, like December seventh, oh, right, cool. I think it is. 
Cool. Uh, it's it's just to get fir- people in the mood. Yeah, yes. it's it's part of our last five of the season. Then we're going to take a break from. We've been doing this for thirty-two weeks straight. We're going to take a break. Wow, fair play. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Christmas is a time for giving, guys. It's not just a time for taking. Madden. So, if you were to give something to the audience, to the audience today for listening, what would you give them as your last piece of uh, advice or sagey wisdom or or a uh, recommendation or something? Les, what would you say to our audience to give them something good to go away with after this episode? Just enjoy what we said tonight, guys, and take it all on board. Well spoken, Madden. What about yourself? Um. I would probably say what I said at the start of the of the episode, which is that the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear and look after each other. Oh, yes. Also, also very lovely. Danielle, what about yourself? Wisdom. If you have any, it'd be nice. I sound toothpaste. Um, I suppose wrap it before you tap it. <laughs> That is actually really sagey advice at this time of the year when eggnog is running rampant. That's true. Yep. Before you tap it. Yeah. Yep. Well, you've got multiple kids, Liz. You obviously don't know, so it's good advice for you. I'll I'll bear that in mind. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Wade? For one Christmas, for once in your life, just stop thinking of others and think about yourself. Don't spend no money. Just fucking tell them to piss off. Bar humbug. Kids, you're not getting any presents. <laughs> well, that was that was lovely. That was really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? In some ways, it is actually sagey advice. A lot of people I know, they do give way too much it's to people true. who are not deserving. The thing listen, is, I think... Listen, years ago, you were lucky if you got a fucking... Bar of chocolate and you fucking stocking or something. Now people just think you've got to pay. No, 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 no. It's true. Now people think you have to spend like a thousand on each person. It's stupid. I've got a no ticket. I think we've lost. I think we've lost what Christmas is supposed to be about. Oh, Actually, I don't even yeah. disagree in the sense that um, I know a lot of, like even Danielle, a lot of times is getting people gifts that don't really need a gift or deserve a gift, but it's kind of the thing you do. And I don't think it is the thing you do. I think a gift should be from the heart or not at all. Exactly. And if I give someone, if I give only two gifts in a year, I tell you what, they're very well fucking thought out. And they, it doesn't matter what they cost. It matters that I wanted to give it. I don't give a gift arbitrarily. And that is actually probably a good piece of advice. Do think about yourself and, you know, not, oh, no, I'm going to be so broke in January. How about don't be broke in December? How about just give it to those who deserve it, who would give you something special and precious back? Don't just go, every, hey, everyone, here's gift cards. You know what I mean? Save that shit for yourself. Think about yourself. That's a good call. For me, my piece of sagey advice is you want, uh, you want to get your word out there and some fun and a nice treat for Christmas. What you want to do is get in touch with us at moviemadness at deadrealfilms.com and let us know what you want to hear from us in the coming year and uh, for future episodes. And if you want to get involved or if you think we're doing a good job, bad job, etc., spread us a little Christmas cheer. Let us know we're doing a good job. Or get on our website at deadrealfilms.com forward slash moviemadness and uh, tell us how we're doing. Tell us what you think of us. It's okay, guys. I can take it. So just let it go. He can take it, so he's happy for a decent proposal. He can take it. Damn Give straight. him all you got. Yeah, wrap it all before you, you tap it. Just, just let us make me next film. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, 
He'll even let you film it. That's what he's telling me. <laughs> Just come on, wrap it for you, tap it. Come. This is getting bad, man. All right, guys. Merry Christmas to everyone and to all a good night from me. <laughs> oh, ho, ho. Bye, Humbug. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy <laughs> Hanukkah. Fuck off. <laughs> and to all a good night. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.